Ayo, 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 yo. It's the MOE, yeah, that show, dope. Hangouts, the show where we shoot the shit, talk some shit, and do some shit. I go by the name of Simo for more of everything media where no one's got us like us. And as you can already tell, same face, new space. We are at Level 9 Studios. We've landed here for volume three of Dope Hangouts, Level 9 Studios, Las Vegas, Nevada. The home base, the place for your audio and video production. Um, shout out to the man, Scott V, for this. You already know what it is. And... When I say no one's got us like us over here at Moon Media, when I say us, that is because I got another dope guest in the building at the Hangout. This woman is a poet extraordinaire. She is the author of the popular book Duel on Amazon right now, where you can cop that. A Reiki healer. And on your Instagram feed, you'll occasionally catch her twerking and working stuff. I got my home girl in the building. <laughs> Brianna Florian. Brianna Florian, aka Brie Be Fresh. How yes. are you doing today, my lady? Oh my gosh, I'm so good. It's so nice to wake up and do something creative and exciting exactly. first thing in the morning or afternoon, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's pretty damn early and not 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 used to it. I under, underestimated the traffic, but um, yeah, we made it here, right? <laughs> yes, we, we made sure it did. Here. Nah, it feels good. Yeah. Thank you for coming here. I'm Thank really, you. really honored. Of course. Yes. Now, we, the last time we did officially meet, it was over when you were working um, at Snaps. Right. And, the and, open and, mic. Yes. The Snaps open mic that happens every Saturday, every other uh, Saturday. Oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Something Saturday. like that. Twice yes. a month. Yes. For the most but, part. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but ever since then, like, we, I just was following you on Instagram. I know I've seen you around before that, but we never, I really never really knew you, but Seeing you on Instagram, That's I, I'm feel like, I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the people who follow you and that have never met you can really get a good sense for you, can really get to know you so much because you're honestly kind of vulnerable on yeah. social media. You like to be vulnerable <laughs> on social media. Right. What, what makes you want to be vulnerable to these thousands of people that view your stories and view your page? Some of them that, that you may not have even ever met before. Yeah, yes. I mean, a lot of them I haven't met before. Um, it's just kind of like level one of vulnerability, really, it is, because I'm not really vulnerable in person. In fact, I like introvert, and I don't really tell people what's going on, and I feel like I can handle it all alone. And that's trickling from generations of women in my family that have felt like they have to do it on their own. Mm. So when I'm taking that on, I don't share anything with anyone. And mm -hmm. social media is almost like like this this way to share what I really want to share, mm -hmm. but not be completely vulnerable. So it's mm, so funny when people like are like, oh, window type yeah, it's like a glass window. Like, oh, you're so vulnerable. And it's like, but I choose to hit share or not to share. Yeah. And I choose to delete or archive. Like mm. I make all those choices. So mm -hmm. I'm actually, you know, I'm actually kind of playing with my vulnerability a little bit. I see. Yeah. I see. Just getting comfortable out there. So you're the type like, like, like you'll put yourself, you'll put yourself out there with your feelings and how you're feeling. But when you know we meet you in person, you kind of gotta come out your shell a little bit. You're not gonna give us that right away. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it, it right steps, right? Steps steps. I get comfortable. I'm like, okay, this person can handle the weirdness. All right, <laughs> let's see what we can let out now. <laughs> I wonder. Then I wonder what the level that you give your family and your best friends, huh? It's probably like 100, right? Oh, pretty high. Yeah. I mean, sometimes. 
higher than what they want. <laughs> Sometimes they're like, please go somewhere. Yes. And, and, and checking through and checking through your, you know, Instagram feed, taking a deep dive into your stories. I see that you uh, uh, you set this highlight up um, when you were in Nashville. Are you from Nashville, Tennessee? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and you're with your mom and you're visiting and, yeah, you had the best time of your life. And <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, no, my mom's in Nashville mm, running the okay. Top Golf out there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so Running I went to out to visit her. Mm -hmm. And actually, it's cool because me and my mom have not had a relationship my whole life. And finally, yes. I turned 25 and I booked the ticket to Nashville. And none of my sisters booked a ticket. And so it was like wow, kind of awkward. Uh -huh. Between I was like, oh, man, uh, I have to hang out with my mom by myself. <laughs> what am I gonna what are you do? Gonna do? Yeah. yeah. How are we gonna? <laughs> how are we gonna uh, communicate? What are we gonna connect on? Yeah. Are you? Are you? Um. All. Um. You have all sisters. Yeah. Four. All sisters. There's wow. four of us. Four sisters. I knew it. Freaking nuts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Put a lock on your door. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you can go out there and make that effort to connect. You know, especially yeah. with your mom. That's important. Oh, big now, time. Now I wanted to ask, what about your your pops? Oh, my dad's great. Yeah. Um, he's got his own thing going on. Like, he's got his own trauma and whatnot. And so he kind of distances himself. Oh, so how's the relationship? Oh, I mean, mine and my dad's relationship is fantastic. Okay. Yeah, I could call him anytime I want. The last time I was getting out of a relationship and I was like, Dad, what am I supposed <laughs> to do? And he's like, pretend he's a, he is um, piss in the snow and nobody likes piss in the snow. <laughs> and then he gave me these whole crazy visuals. <laughs> Yeah, advice. so me and dad are good. That's good to hear. Yeah. What I want to jump into right now is you saying you're a Reiki healer. Yeah, art, level one. Level one, yeah. that art of Japanese-style healing. <laughs> now, now I know a little bit about it, only because I'm an anime geek. Mm -hmm. um, they have some sort of Reiki healing in my anime that I love. Yeah. They put their palm to the person, to the area of pain, and um, it, it relaxes them, it decre decreases stress and heals. But just at the palm, I like this close to the area. Mm. Now, now now tell me how you got into that and 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 what and what made you feel that um you can have this sort of chakra to kind of do this cuz it's not for everybody. I don't think so. No. You have to have some type of yeah, understanding and chakra of it. Yeah, well, yeah, um man, that's a good question cuz I'm not really sure like what the first mm -hmm. breaking point of that was. Mm -hmm. Um but if I remember correctly, I have a friend named Taylor and mm -hmm. One day we were sitting at the tennis courts with a crystal. I think it was amethyst doing our best to make it levitate. Mm -hmm. And the energy was just so strong in our hands. And there was another time when her and I were driving like miles through a dirt road to get yeah. to California. And we were starting to get uncomfortable. And so we got out of the car and we stood in front of the car with our hands together and we said a prayer to protect the car. Yes. And then we walked all the way to the back of the car and um, this like power was so intense. By the time we got to the end of the car and went to go put our hands back together, we almost couldn't touch hands. The power was so intense. Wow. Yeah. And so that was before I ever even knew that Reiki was a word. Uh-huh. Yeah. Before, <laughs> before I had any idea what was going on. So I was already practicing Reiki. I was in Red Rock, like meditating, and I would open my eyes to a rock or a tree and I would feel different energies. And I've always been an empath. Well, a telepathic empath at that. Okay. Um, and Reiki just kind of fell into my lap. One day I was getting a, um, hmm, a blood test. I was mm -hmm. getting a blood test. It's so cool. This guy, Ken, 
will take your blood and he'll show you what it looks like right in front of you on the screen and he'll talk to you about the different blood cells and You're what's like going on. Kind of like a microscope? Or yeah, no. with a microscope, yeah. And it, you, oh my gosh, it was so cool. And from there, I met Dennis and Candice who told me, oh, we've got a Reiki circle every Tuesday. And I was like, no freaking way. That's and I dope. started going and then I got trained in level one. And actually, I'm seeing Amanda tomorrow um, to talk about level two training. So I'm very, like, very excited for that. I have the goal to be a master by the end of next year. By the end of next year. Yeah. Awesome. Wish you well on your journey. What is the highest rank you can be? Master, definitely. But master. there's so many different, like, okay. Reiki modalities. Okay. Um, that people down. can practice. Okay. Yeah, so, like, Reiki is general. Uh, and there's, I mean, all these different subcategories that people can get into. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> that is dope. Oh, yeah. So, so let me ask you this. What... Do you have to save to those people who honestly like wouldn't believe in it? There's some people out there, of course, you know, uh, I was reading, you know, just many comments on like videos. People don't believe it. They think it's BS. But do you have to have a sense of belief to make it work? Or like, what, what do you say? What would you say to those people who are like, no, well, like, I don't want to get this treatment because I don't. Yeah, I don't my thing work. is, I don't really care to talk anyone into it. Mm hmm. Um, becoming such an energetic being, I've learned how to protect myself. Whereas before I was like such a people pleaser and now I really don't care. Mm. Um, so if somebody doesn't believe, I literally tell them I do not care. Like I'm <laughs> not here to I'm convince here to you, you about yeah. anything. And yeah. I really strongly believe that each person follows their calling. And if they're called to Reiki, they'll go. And if they're mm. not, I'm not here to argue. Mm -hmm. I... I have better things to do with my time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't, don't want to hear about energy. it? Great. I'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about football or whatever the hell you like <laughs> tomorrow. That's a good standpoint <laughs> on it. That's a good standpoint on it. A lot of people can learn from that because a lot of people spend their time trying to battle somebody, especially on social right. media. They try to battle people into believing what they believe. And it's like, yo, dog, they're not... They're not into it. Just right. go ahead and keep it pushing with the people that you know believe in it and keep it pushing. If you, if you are good at it and this works for you, Right. It's, it's, it's all you. That person's missing out at the end of the day. Uh-huh. At the end of the day. All right. Poet extraordinaire. Poet extraordinaire. I Can you know. Remember? I've got my book. Duel in the <laughs> building. Now, yeah, just, of course, looking at the cover art duel and talk oh, about yeah. that. It definitely, I, I love that. It definitely gives me a sense of that, of that yin and yang type vibe and, like, well, different perspectives of, like, of like one side or the other. Tell us about, about um, your cover art just for duel. I want to start there. Yeah, the cover art, that's a... The, first of all, the cover art is why everyone buys the book. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say. Um, so action, shout out to my action, sister. Flowers. I don't know did. if it's focused on that, but there it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, my youngest sister, Gia, uh, she drew this photo when she was in high school. Mm. She was in art class and she won um, a con congressional award wow. for this piece. <laughs> and she had it hanging on her wall for so long that I remember one day going to her bedroom and we had never really been friends and seeing this piece of art and just like crying and thinking, oh my gosh, Gia, I'm so sorry that I never like, I, I never praised you for your art and how beautiful you are and like what's inside. I'm so sorry that I never noticed that. And then when I wrote Duel and it turned into being a duel of my mind, mm -hmm. light versus dark, these epic perspectives, this play with everything that I had going on. Yeah. And I thought to myself, the only thing that's going to make people look at this book, and that's because I didn't really have friends at the time, but the <laughs> only thing that's going to make people look at this book is the cover. And I, so I've only got one chance. It's like 
any news article or blog or anything. You have literally one chance. You've got two seconds to grab a person's attention. Yes. And I, it came to me. It just came to me that use my sister's artwork. And I reached out to her. And at first she didn't, at first, I mean, at first she was loving it. She's like, oh my God, she felt so honored. (laughs) And then when I finally went to go pick up the art because we weren't living together at the time, she had drawn something totally different. Really? To give to me to use as artwork. And I was like, no, you see, that's not going to work because this is what the book is. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, oh, okay, you could use it. And she's <laughs> thinking like, oh, well, this part's not good on that part. And I'm like, it's perfect. Right. It's right. great how it is. The life of an artist is cr- just critique your own work, but it's it's awesome. It is awesome. Right. It is bringing a lot of attention to you. People are gravitating toward it. So shout out to Gia. Yes, JJ. the attributions. <laughs> and who's Dale, Florin? Dale oh, is sorry, my Florian. father. That's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so when I told my dad that I was publishing a poetry book, he literally said that I could not publish it without his poems in it. Wow. Yeah, and I was like, well, then you better send me your poetry because I've got a week deadline. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and so he ended up sending me the three poems that he could find. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I put those. I put those at the end of the book was my father's poetry. So... So you get that poetic spirit from from him. Yeah, from him and grandpa. Like uh, my grandpa is past and his spirit hangs out with me and he helps me write as well. Beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. What what age did did you kind of, you know, did your dad kind of know? Well, I, did my dad know? No, no. What age did, did like, I guess he kind of give that, pass it on to you. Be like, hey, you know, um, go ahead and write how you feel or like kind of just get it. Here's a notebook. You know, what would you do with this? Um, well, I, I was right. I was journaling as a kid because I wasn't talking to either of my parents and it was my only way to talk to them was journaling. Okay. Uh, and then when I moved in, I actually like left a relationship. I was tired of being third dimensional, put my stuff in my car and said, forget all of this and went to Los Angeles. And I lived in my car, which was the greatest thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> I lived in my car, and that's when I started writing. So it wasn't necessarily like being passed down. Damn. It was more so like me in that position of, I have to let this out. Yeah. I have to. And this is my only way. You've got to, because I feel like the poets, and there's a song lyric about that, that the poets are just kids who never really got the time to vent. You know mm, what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, 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 it's a Patrick Stump line, so shout out to Patrick Stump. Hey. <laughs> yes, kids who, who who really never got to vent because at the time, you know, we were growing up, they no, nobody told us about therapy. Our parents, they, they, they never told us like, hey, go to therapy, you need to vent this. They're just like, ah, oh, you're a kid, you're just this, this, and that. Yeah. So I'm glad that, that you got that outlet. I'm glad that it, it turned into something big right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, it's going everywhere. And I'm writing the I'm writing the next book, which is Truce. Truce. Yeah, truce. Okay. So we've got the duel of the mind and then we've got the truce where everything's coming together. I'm no longer fighting. Instead, I'm integrating. I'm integrating mm. all of the different perspectives. I'm loving all of the perspectives. There's the truce. There's the white flag. Everyone comes together in my head and builds a nation together versus always fighting. So mm, thank- thankfully, there's. I've been a part of so many medicine ceremonies mm-hmm. that have helped me with that journey. Otherwise, I would never get to write the book. And when, is that, when do you think that's coming out? When do you um, think? Well, my goal is June. My goal is June 1st of 2020. June 1st? Yeah. All right. Hit those milestones. Can't wait to see it. Word. Thank yes. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Duel is is really cool. You know, just reading the pages here, I, I like how it jumps um, 
from like perspectives. We start out with lens of a child of what I see here and then lens of an elder. Yeah. I really like how you put those into perspective, especially lens of a child. What, what, what do we just say? Like it just says, I can't choose my life now. I'm only 11. You can make a difference for the both of us, all of us. Like, are, is that you saying like, like, hey, why am I kind of like, like being put in this position? I'm, I'm like fully functional. I'm thinking I have my own mind at 11 years old. Is that how you, is that how you really felt? You were kind of like put in a box and told what to do. You didn't like that? Um, you know what? When I wrote, uh, so something to be said is yeah. about the fact that um, we're all more than one person, mm -hmm. right? There's like Sense8, which is a fantastic show on Netflix. Mm -hmm. um, but we are so much, like each of us are so much of our family, of our environment that we grew up in. Mm-hmm. And we're also so much of the people we interact with every day. And so when I wrote that poem, it wasn't necessarily writing it from my perspective as a child, but it was writing it from like channeling the energy of a lot of children wow. and feeling like, wow, a lot of children are feeling this. Mm -hmm. And and me just taking a feeling and translating it in the words that I know um, and the way that I know how to translate. And so I took that and I made that first poem. Damn, and I'm sure that makes it, that's why it's so relatable. Yeah. I, I didn't know you thought of it like that. I thought it was only personal perspective. So you took that mm -hmm. and damn. And I mean, there's a lot in there writing. that is personal. Like you'll see mm -hmm. my name in a lot of the, in a lot of the poems where I, I am talking to myself. There's some that are very personal, but then there's are, there are others that are very open, you know, to what a collective was feeling versus just this is mine right here. Damn. Yeah. So I did damn. a lot. I did a lot of play with perspectives in the book. You also have a page that's love and war. Speaking of love and war, yeah. I, I want to ask you this: Did uh, did did any of that manifest from a heartbreak? How does how how does like heartbreak and pain uh, uh, motivate you to write something? Do you use that all the time to to create? Because I know with poets, a lot, I'm, you know, a lot of poets that I've seen, they come, they always come from a place of pain to kind of help them get their get their um, you know, excerpts out. Yeah, mine was more of like anxiety yeah. um, than mm. pain. Mm. A lot more anxiety than pain or anger. Mm -hmm. And so I didn't I didn't really have my heart broken because I'm the one who had left my relationship the, when I started writing mm -hmm. um, after that relationship. And it was just because there were so many thoughts. There were so many perspectives in my head that were telling me like just constantly blabbing on and on about this is what it is. No, this is what it is. And finally I was like, oh my God, I just need to write this down. And so that's how I am. And actually I'm different when I'm going through a heartbreak. I like hermit, you know, and people will know that something like I'm really, really hurting mm -hmm. if they haven't heard from me. If I haven't posted on social media because I'm so damn consistent. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's when people know, like when I went through a heartbreak this year, like a really, really deep, like traumatic heartbreak. Yeah. I wasn't taking videos. Yeah. I wasn't consistently posting on social media. I wasn't keeping up with my friends the way I wanted to. So that that's kind of what I do. I don't I, I actually don't release it in an artistic way, which is unfortunate. It's not until mm. later that I'm through it that I'm like, okay, I can see this objectively and now I'm gonna release in an artistic way. Because when I get too angry, I start to do crazy things like not write 
like smash TVs and <laughs> do a, a lot of other things. So, yeah. <laughs> so well, I, that's drew, good. I tried to hold yeah. it. <laughs> Please don't destroy nothing. We don't want to see you out here getting caught up at all. Yeah. Please don't destroy nothing. Well, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Uh, now, now, speaking of um, when you say that, uh, that, that, that you do take energy from a lot of different um, people, a lot of different things, um, you have a uh, page called One Minute Interviews, right? Oh, Notice yeah. You ask, yeah, you ask people, you ask people what something means to them, and then they, and they were they video they send a video response to you yeah. and you post it. Yeah. Um, tell me a little bit more, or for the people who don't know, about your one minute interview. First of segments. all, one minute interviews needs more love. That's what I'm saying. I got you. Okay, got it you. needs a lot more love because <laughs> everyone is like, oh. Brianna, we love you so much. I'm like, but what about everyone else? <laughs> There's <laughs> a whole page for them. Yeah. Um, yes. Now, the one minute interviews, it will definitely, it will definitely grow, but I want to have like, I want to have questions where I have hundreds of people submitting answers. You know, I want to get to the point where it's so blown up that there's so many phenomenal answers that I'm having, like, three blocks of different people answering. Mm -hmm. And I'm posting stuff in the story, or people are posting it on their own page because I can't post it on mine. Mm. And, I mean, one-minute interviews all started from me starting to realize there were so many different perspectives in my head. Yeah. And me, I was inspired by someone in Los Angeles and I was thinking, you know what? I'm going to start asking people what their perspectives are. And at first I was doing it without really like paying attention. Mm-hmm. I was, it was more of um, an ego thing, mm-hmm. uh, more of like a void feel- filler. And now, really? yeah, now when I do it, I actually hear these people. Yeah. And I listen to them and I pay attention to them and I respect them and love them. And it excites me to see their expression. It excites me to hear whatever it is that they have to say. And so um, I've been integrating Brie Refresh with one minute interviews. I yes. noticed that that's working out better. Yeah. So I'll like think of a random question posted on my Instagram story and the people that answer, I'll reach out to them and say, hey, do you want to make a video interview? That's um, awesome. And that's what I've been doing to kind of like, showcase that and it's been working out pretty well so i think that's a great idea yeah it's like a podcast without having to meet face to face just like an interview without having to be on the same line as the person exactly yeah what what do you get your questions from do you kind of just think just of them my as mind. you're feeling <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or whoever's mind it is anyway <laughs> well we got a little bit of time here we got one minute do you have a question that you what that that you may have had on your mind you can ask me and i can see how oh, i can answer it to the oh, best of my abilities Even okay if, yeah let's see one minute interview. Okay, what's a what's a good question? Um, let's see, let's see here. I feel like I have so 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 many good questions, but I can't. I haven't thought about a new one lately. Mm-hmm. If a tree falls, no one's around. Oh my god, you sound <laughs> like my cousin. She was sending hurt. me questions today, and I was like, stop it. Doesn't you can't. Hurt. No one's gonna take my seriously. Um, well, you know what? My last question, and so yeah. my net, so I know my next question is my last question: are what are your most favorable thoughts? My next question are what are your least favorable thoughts? You know mm. what? What thoughts are you fighting every day? It's mm. a great question. If you only have a minute, I'm going to time you. Yeah, let's get it. Ready? <laughs> Three, two, one. Okay. Integrating it. All right. So. Wait, can I record you? My least favorite with thoughts. my phone. Yeah, Is that okay? Oh yeah, hell yeah, you can record. <laughs> okay. It's collaboration right now. There's no one got us like this us. Is double shared content. <laughs> wow, this is Let's so exciting. Super live. <laughs> All right, most favorable thoughts. Least favorable. Least favorable thoughts. Okay. <laughs> it's all good. Get it together. Bro. It's early in the morning. Least favorable 
favorable thoughts. Those least favorable thoughts are the ones that just come back to you and make you cringe. The one, the embarrassing, awkward moments that I've had fucking six years ago, goddammit, and these things will come back and, like, just haunt me. It, it'll be the time, it'll be the time where I, I made a fool out of myself um, at school, and um, it'll be the time where I uh, kind of embarrassed myself in front of that girl that I liked. These Aww. things will just come back to haunt me, and I'm like, oh, I shouldn't have did that, or especially, especially the time, ooh, and you spoke about this, the time where I um, missed an opportunity, the mm. time where I missed an opportunity, and I, I, I was in the moment, I was right there, and it didn't happen for me. Uh-oh. I was right there, and I missed it. I could have made it happen. Thank you for your answer. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love the co-collaboration. <laughs> Look at us. We're doing things out here. Doing Aya. the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are doing the damn thing. Meg, you know uh -huh. Meg DeFantom? Shout out to Meg DeFantom. She's, she's awesome. I see you've been kicking it with her recently. What do you guys got going on? Kicking it, man. I'm my best friend. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she got that level 100 Brie. She's got it. Yeah, she Meg, does. come on down to Dope Hang Us, man. Let, let, let's talk about Brie. Let's uh, talk about Brie. <laughs> I love Meg so much. And yeah, so me and Meg have been meaning to write a song together. Wow. Yeah, and it just keeps coming up and keeps coming up. And it, I just have a lot of really good, like, exciting feelings about this song. Um, so be on the lookout for that, y'all. Yes, yes. Love it. Love yeah. It. Yeah, yeah. I, I can already picture it. Some acoustics in the back, some acoustics in the background, and you're just doing your thing, and she's singing a chorus. Well, uh, well I don't know. I don't want to spoil it, but I, don't know. I just picture that as a songwriter, but that's beautiful. I'm just that's pretty beautiful. goofy. I'm not necessarily like, it's going to be a goofy song. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's going to be more of a parody. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, which is going to be cool because it's going to take Meg out of her mm -hmm. um, norm. Mm -hmm. um, because she's a very, like, loving, like, love song, <laughs> deep in the soul, um, mm -hmm. music person. And I'm like, fuck her. Oh, <laughs> and so we're going to merge those two and make something really cool. I love it. Yeah. That, I can't wait to hear that. Yes. I cannot wait to hear that. How are we doing on time? Oh, we're doing great on time. Oh, yeah, perfect. we're doing amazing. We got, we got all the time in the world, which segues perfectly. Thank you for that. It segues into um, one of my segments that um, I actually have been waiting and waiting and waiting to do with my guests here on Dope Hangouts. And that I'm is news we'll forget next week, man. It's, it's, all the, it's all the trends, all the jive that people are talking about going crazy, going to war for today. That we're only going to forget about next week. And the, my favorite place to jump to for that is Twitter. I do want to go off of a um, tangent that you did on your Instagram. <laughs> and I'm going to play it back to you. So you, so I, I don't know if you, um, you know, after you post your things, do you watch your, do you watch your stories constantly? Do you watch so, your things uh, after you post it? Sometimes I'm, I do, sometimes I don't. <laughs> I, I, I Don't worry. I'm like that too. After I do, even... Even my interviews, I, I'll, I'll be doing these interviews. I'm like, yeah, I killed that shit. I killed that shit. But I don't watch when they're on YouTube. I yeah. just, <laughs> the only time I watched it was when I was editing them. I don't, I, I, I don't watch them. I, of course, you know, play them back, skip through, see what I can do. But I don't watch mine. But we're going to show you yours. Trigger warning. You fucking this is a video that you posted on November 20th. You are. The complaints about millennials are so entitled. And millennials think they deserve this much money and they don't deserve anything. And blah, 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 blah. Why so don't bad. you take some fucking responsibility for everything that you created in this world and mm. keep millennials pop out of the vagina feeling like they have to consume mm. so goddamn much? How about you think about you never stopped the, the war on drugs. You never stopped the war on oil. You never stopped the war with sex True and shit. pornography. Yet you think that millennials are like totally fucked up. We were born into this world after you fucked everything up. Mm. After you 
still don't take responsibility for what you've created. Just one of many yeah. re-rants that we love to watch. I was so angry, yeah. But 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 that's that's why that's why the people rock with you. And like I feel like I can know I, I know you so well because you just put that out there. You're not afraid to, to fucking right. hide how you're feeling. <laughs> right. And with that being said, there's been this hashtag going around, right? Oh, oh okay. Called okay boomer. Okay, boomers. Oh, so it's millennials right now. I didn't now. know that. Yeah, right now it's millennials okay. versus boomers. Oh, like we're okay. we're talking the pros and cons of each, and people are just yeah. Even even the boomers on Twitter ha- have been going against the millennials. So I jumped in on Twitter to check the hashtag millennials first. Um, I'm gonna jump to okay boomers in a minute, but I found some great funny shit on here that I want to go ahead and read to you and see how you feel about okay. it. All right. Yeah. Okay. So it's, this one starts with um, at Savage Boomer. This guy said, I launched my first business at 24 whilst also working part-time at Mrs. Jenkins' store and could fix my own car. Don't at me, millennials. You brought this failure on yourselves. (laughs) Savage Boomer, first of all, get your grammar right. Second of all, it's a different era, right? Is it not a different era? Oh, he wants to get karate chopped in the neck. <laughs> He's battling your trigger warning. Yeah, I mean, he it's it's a total battle because it mm-hmm. honestly, it's just like I said, we were born into the world they created. Mm. And just like we are creating the world that all of our children are being born into. Yes. And that's yes. why we as creatives are working so hard to make a world that it's going to be worth it for our children so that when our children come in, whatever generation they are, they're not talking shit about us. Mm. That there's not going to be any fight between their generation and ours because they're going to be so appreciative of what we did. Yes. Versus us who are like, oh my God, you suppress sex and drugs. <sighs> Damn near rock and roll as well. Yeah. You screwed us all over. <laughs> now we have to fix all your shit. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like we're doing. Mm-hmm. And so we're constantly fixing these older generations' shit that they didn't take responsibility for, that they still don't take responsibility no, for. No. Now they act like it's our problem. Like, uh, it is no. our problem. It is our problem, but we didn't cause the problem. Mm-hmm. We're just, we were just born in it, trying to work through it. Right. And then, and then uh, they get mad when we don't understand. They get mad with us. I'm like, dog, I'm, I'm just learning in life. Like, like you, like you got to teach me to write a wrong way. And then you get mad at me and hate us because we don't understand. Right. It's like, all right, we're gonna create our own. We're gonna create our own way. Exactly. And, and that's what we exactly did. And, and there, I really feel like there's no argument when their um, generation mm-hmm. didn't have to pay the way we did. That the, the consumption wasn't as high. And so we're constantly working to buy things. We're constantly slaving yeah. our time. And so yeah, we can't learn how to do all of those things because it's not even possible. Like there are some of us that don't spend time on our phones and we do get a lot of shit done. Mm -hmm. But even with how much I get done, Mm -hmm. because I don't scroll social media ever, I still don't have time to learn how to fix my own car Mm -hmm. Um, or learn how to properly do my makeup. I still don't have time Mm -hmm. for all of these things in the world that we live in. And that has nothing to do with millennials. And it doesn't really have anything to do with boomers either. The fact that we're even separating the two is like really ridiculous when we all just need to say, okay, this isn't working and we need to fix it. You're right. So. You're right. Yeah. No, I, I hear that tenfold and 100%. It's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like, it's like the, the only thing they, they did let us know, you know, it's just, hey, trade your time for money. Hey, yeah. go ahead and go to college. Hey, you have to get married get married and settle down by a certain age. Like, like no, no, it's different. Right. It's different now. Yeah. And, and, and we're love. still trying to work through all the bullshit that you guys brought us into this world with. Yep. And so, I mean, and that's another thing too, is they were so suppressed 
Mm-hmm. Um, they they suppressed and repressed their love over and over and over again. And that's something that we're not doing. Yeah. Like our generation is not doing that. And so that's also pissing them off because we're all like these free lovers. Um, we're bringing back like the hippie movement in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And it drives them nuts because they wanted to have control. And that's all it is, is them having control. And while I had control over all these things and now you don't have control over you and now I feel crazy. And it's like, chill out, dude. Everything's gonna be fine. <laughs> <laughs> we don't all need to know how to do everything. Yeah. Some people like fixing cars, others don't. I don't. Somebody else fix it for me. <laughs> I know, right? right. So <laughs> Thank I, you. Those people have those jobs, yeah. <laughs> no, exactly right. Yeah. Oh, I was checking the hashtag OKBoomer, okay but I got no Wi-Fi at level nine. So let me jump back through here and ask you one more tweet through Twitter, and we'll jump to our next segment. Okay. Because I definitely can't wait to hear a brand new poem from you. Yeah. Oh, and there's one thing I want to throw into after yeah. the tweet, and I'll, I'll throw it in, I guess, after you find it. Unless yeah. you want me to throw it in now. No, go ahead and throw it in. Go ahead and throw it in. I got to Word, scroll. word. Okay, cool. Um, so I just helped launch a terpene lip gloss company. Okay. Yeah, and so terpenes are a big thing as far as, like, activating different receptors in our brains that mm-hmm. create different movement or different functions. And we've got different, we've got 14 different functions and some are for happy or for helping somebody work out, burn calories, lose their appetite, um, sexy or sensual. Mm -hmm. We've got alert and focus. And um, it's the lip gloss I'm wearing now. Uh, (laughs) And it's called Smoke and Hotties. And so I'm, I work with the, the company and I'm also an affiliate and a model for the company. Wow. So I'm I'm kind of shouting out for really any women. We also have lip balm that's on the way. It should be coming in this week. Cool. Um, and the lip balm will probably be launched maybe a week after that, as long as everything goes smoothly. <laughs> uh, so we will have something for the men, but I'm, I'm kind of shouting out for any men or women that want to reach out to me that might want to jump into the cannabis industry because this is the cannabis and the hemp industry, but at something that's not being done at all. So there's a lot of leverage here. And then it's also something that if, I mean, the lip gloss works phenomenally for me. And it really does activate these different receptors in my brain. I'm a big fan. Beyond the placebo effect too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I placebo. love terpenes. And terpenes are becoming a very popular thing. A lot of people are talking about terpenes in the past year, although it's been very prominent in our whole life. And just so everyone knows, terpenes aren't just from the cannabis and hemp plant. You know, terpenes <laughs> are in um, hundreds of thousands of different plant species. And so that means millions of plants. Uh, and it's the smell that we smell when we're smelling grass mm-hmm. or a tree or rosemary, like all of these different smells. That's just what terpene is. And it activates different receptors in our brains. So um, I would love to have a conversation further with anyone who's interested in that. They can reach out to me on Instagram or whatever. <laughs> hey, shout her out. That means that means you, Savage Boomer. I don't know what you mean. on these terpenes. <laughs> yeah. It's not drugs. You need some lip gloss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, please, please, you guys, contact Bree. And I can't wait for the men's products to come out. You know? Oh, me either. I'm, I'm very definitely excited. here a supporter of it. Hell yeah. yeah I'll hit yeah. you up. All right. Maybe we can work on a sponsorship. <laughs> let's do it. I'm with it. <laughs> That's how these things work. So well, with that being said, let's let's just go ahead and segue. If you have any more um, input to put on millennials versus the OK Boomers, man, leave some comments, man. I want to hear your thoughts on it because that tweet from Savage Boomer, it is just the only one that we need today because this guy, this guy's obviously got some shit, got some shit going on with him. I want to jump through <laughs> to Word. the... Uh, as we wrap things up here, I, I like to do this as the uh, speed round. I kind of take a, another 
We're going to jump through an extra layer into okay. the mind of Brie okay. Fresh, all right? All right. <laughs> I'm going to ask you some either-or questions or just uh, a random uh, a statement, and you got to go ahead and answer as quickly as you can without thinking, all right? Okay. Yes, we're going to see. <laughs> we're going to see what you're all about, Brie Fresh. I'm going to go ahead and start. Thinking. <laughs> all right. Just Brie Fresh like a hot or cold? Hot. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Books or tablet? Books. Mm. iPhone or Android? iPhone. Phone call or text? Mm, phone call. Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat? I Instagram think I know this for one. sure. <laughs> I think we all know this one. Instagram's my shit. <laughs> I'll be running Instagram soon. Every be fresh. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> Pet peeves? Um, when people are angry for no reason and we can just smile. Mm. They dish. Oddly satisfying to be fresh. What is that? <sighs> Soft touch. <laughs> okay. Religion or atheism? Religion. Mm, okay. Yeah. I see. If you could, go ahead and give your thoughts on this one. If you could, you had two choices. You had the ability to do this. Would you end world hunger or find the cure for cancer? Only choose one. Um, well... I would say neither one of them are completely real, but I would choose cancer. Yeah. I mean, people don't have to be hungry. Um, mm. They choose to be. Mm. It's a limit in their own mind. And mm. people don't have to have cancer. Mm -hmm. That sometimes comes from the environment that these people are in or the food that they're choosing to eat. So that can be also changed with... I mean, a lot of different things, but meditation and Reiki are two things that could help with world hunger or cancer. But I would say cancer is something I would work with first. Love it. Yeah. Love it. What's your social security number? Ah! Ah! <laughs> uh, hello. Um, we are calling to tell you that your social security number has been suspended. You yeah. better call us back and give it to us now. <laughs> what is the end goal for Brie, Brie Fresh? Oh what is my your God. end goal? The end goal, right like now? literally right before I leave this body, would be to have like connected every single dot and had every single question that I've ever had in my mind answered. Wow. Yeah. What, what is one of those questions? Why am I so crazy? <laughs> uh, You're unique. You're unique. There's not a lot of poets that go on Instagram and have fun twerking to the Lizzo songs. Uh, and that's your granddad saying to Lizzo. Yo, yeah, Lizzo. Th th <laughs> not a lot of poets do that. You're not crazy. Shout to, shout to all the twerking poets out there. You yes. start a community of twerking poets. Yeah, just twerking in general. Twerking Let's and get in their Vegas. Palms. Oh hey. my God. There you go. That would be a challenge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes. Hey, Brie. I really appreciate you coming through, especially, especially at this time of day. You know, we got things set up sh such short notice, but um, it was an honor to have you here. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. All righty. This was Dope Hangouts, Volume 3 and be fresh in the building, man. The motto is no one's got us like us. Hey, um, Brie. Yes. Go ahead, really quick, plugs, plug anything that you'd like to plug before you wrap up here. Well, I feel like we talked about everything, but who's thought anyway. So I've also got that Instagram and website, yes. who's thought anyway, which is based upon um, telepathic perception. So check that out. Um, it's still under construction right now, but keep up with it. Please do. And once again, I go by the name of CMO more of everything media, 
hey, you can hit us up, www.moreofeverythingmedia.com. Submit yourself. Come on to Dope Hangouts. Come shoot the shit. Let's talk about whatever you want to talk about. Promote you on this platform. Also, man, don't be shy. Go ahead and grab a MOE t-shirt or a Got Clout t-shirt. They are on the website right now. Uh, what else do we got? Subscribe, follow, hit the like button, comment. But if you don't do any of it, I don't give a fuck. Because <laughs> we're still going to be here doing this shit anyway because we do it for the love. Yeah. All right? This is Dope Hangouts. We signing out. Peace.